My guest today on the A-Game podcast is Tony Silverman. He is the co-owner of the Fit Lifestyle Box, along with some very smart, good people I know through the jiu-jitsu community, as well as the owner of the BJJ Box. Both are subscription model businesses that he is doing really well with and are catching on with athletes and fitness enthusiasts all across the country. They are getting a big following on Instagram. They have great quality product, and he's going to talk about a lot of things, including not only the subscription box model, how they came about, but we also have really good conversation, not only about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which yes, this episode is going to be highly talking about uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, martial arts as a whole, but it's going to talk about how it translates over to business, some of the things that have helped mentally, physically, and definitely the circles that you surround yourself with. And he talks a lot about collaborating and how you can find good, reliable people and you can only take yourself so far solo, but when you collaborate with like minds, you find good business ventures and good business partners, as a team, you can take everything so much further. So when you have a dream, you have a vision and other people in line with that, so much more can happen. So many bigger things can be reached. So much more can be achieved and you could do it together as a group. Um, we talk about businesses versus franchises, starting your own versus buying into one, the pros and cons of different things there. Talk about some different things like ego getting checked, being humble, obviously paying tribute to some of the great jiu-jitsu people in our lives, such as Mark Turner, Ricardo Almeida, Matt Serra. So I think you guys will enjoy this. Definitely check out his product. You will see links in the show notes for the BJJ box and for the Fit Lifestyle box as well. Definitely check them out. Definitely check them out on Instagram. Go to their, their website and uh, check out uh, any and all things BJJ box and the Fit Lifestyle box. Also, if you want to do some real estate, let's get that going. If some of you listen to this, you jiu-jitsu guys, you want to learn how you can make some money while you just hang out and do jiu-jitsu all day or whatever it is that you like to do, surf, hang out on the beach, got to get you doing some real estate deals. Go to www.nicknicknick.com slash links to find all the ways to connect with me on social media, as well as go to nicknicknick.com if you want to check out our free ebook with some quick things that you can look at to figure out what you need to be paying attention to when the market starts to move, what's changed over the last 12 months and what things you need to be paying attention to for the next 12 months to make sure you don't get caught in a bad spot if the market moves on you. But more importantly, I would love to do some real estate together. Let's start getting you some properties. Let's get you some cash flow. Let's get you some rates of return. Let's get some assets on your books. Whether you would like to sell properties to me, whether you would like to buy properties from me, whether that's a property you can flip, a property you can rent, a property you can partner up with and invest in, whatever it is, we will find a way for you to fit in and start making this happen. Reach out to me through the nicknicknick.com website or through nicknicknick.com slash links to see all the ways that we can connect via social media, email, whatever it is. But let's start to do some business together. I'm sure there's a way we can make it happen. And of course, if you would like to be a guest on this podcast or have me as a guest on your podcast, email podcast at nicknicknick.com. Looking forward to it. Hope you guys enjoy this. Shout out to Tony Silverman for coming on, uh, having a great talk. I really appreciate it. I appreciate him sending me the boxes. I posted about both of them. They were both outstanding. The selection was great. The quality was great. I had good snacks in there, great comfortable clothes in there. I got my workout routine in there. Um, I loved it. So thank you so much, Tony. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Tony Silverman, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the A-Game Podcast with Nick LaMagna, digging into the minds and experiences of some of today's brightest entrepreneurs in real estate and business, along with Hollywood stars, UFC fighters, and your favorite rock bands. People that have figured out how to overcome obstacles, take chances, live boldly, and no matter what they do, they always bring their A-Game.
My guest today on the A-Game Podcast is Tony Silverman. He is the owner of the BJJ Box, as well as the co-owner of the Fit Lifestyle Box, and he is a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under the legendary Ricardo Almeida. Welcome to the A-Game Podcast. Thank you for coming on today, Tony. Thank you, Nick. Dude, so, um, we, we've been talking a little bit um, about Jiu-Jitsu, about business, and obviously you check all the boxes for this podcast, being an entrepreneur and being a businessman um, and loving jujitsu. So yes, before we yes. dig into some of the time, I had to like actually cut you off because I was like, this is great content for what we want to talk about, but give a, a quick 30,000 foot view background of yourself and then we'll dig into some of those topics. Oh man, 30,000 foot view of myself. <laughs> okay. Um, as you said, I'm, I'm Tony Silverman. Um, I grew up in my grandmother, my father were entrepreneurs, love, love, Love that type of uh, business, right? Um, graduated from Temple University. Always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, even back when it was not popular and not really offered in, in colleges. Graduated from there, went on to own, started owning businesses, right? I owned, I owned a check cashing business, sold it, owned a manufacturing business, sold it. And now here I am owning two, two boxes, two subscription boxes. Nice, man. So the, let's start with the BJJ box because that's getting a lot of traction. More and more, I'm following people on Instagram and seeing some big names that are doing their unveiling of their BJJ box. And I'm like, man, that, that's really, really cool. So yeah. talk a little bit about what it is and tell me where the idea came from. So um, BJJ box exactly that right <laughs> Brazilian jiu-jitsu box right um it, it it's pretty cool because it's exactly that right and um there's it's a monthly subscription box and it, it it's it's really popular right now and and gaining traction like you said especially in in this environment right and um there's a couple different different boxes associated with it um i say monthly but there are two quarterly boxes uh, the monthly box is a classic box that has about, uh, uh, let me back up for a second. Everything's jujitsu related, right? In the box, right? Uh, pretty much we curate the box to be all jujitsu related. Um, so the monthly box, there's a couple different monthly boxes. Um, one is just the shirt and it's just that, just the shirt. Uh, the other is a classic box, and that has about four to five jujitsu or Brazilian jujitsu items associated with it. Out of those four or five items is a t-shirt and a snack, right? So then you have a couple other items that are jujitsu related, but definitely always a t-shirt and a snack. Then there's a VIP monthly box, and that is everything the classic has but one more item, hence the VIP, right? And if you go on the website, I'm gonna do a little plug in here, www.thebjjbox.com, and you hit get started, you'll see the different types of price points from just the shirt to the classic to the VIP. And they're all affordable, right? It's not like breaking anybody's budget or whatever, right? It's one high 27 37 box something like that right 
And now, then there's two quarterly boxes, comes out every quarter. It's the rash guard box, always a rash guard in there. And then Brazilian jiu-jitsu stuff, but there's a high, that's a higher price point, right? So there's more, I have more leeway to, to get other things versus just the monthly box, right? And then there's the crate and the crate will consist of one to two times a year, a gi, right? So we can put a gi in the crate. Last box, we didn't do a gi. We did two rash guards and fight shorts, right? So that's the highest price point. Definitely put in, we have some leeway to see what we want to do and maneuver with what we can put in. So there's a BJJ box. That's the BJJ box. Um, just designed for Brazilian jiu-jitsu um, practitioners, right? It, it's very specific, right? If you're in there, if you don't practice Brazilian jiu-jitsu or you don't know anybody who practices Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you're probably not going to get this box, right? <laughs> There's really no point for you to get it. But with our sport growing, right? I mean, it's been growing leaps and bounds. There's so much room to get people involved to get the box, especially when I, when, at least when, before I got the box, there's a funny story on how I got involved with the box. I'll tell you about, um, before I got, I used to get the box, right. And before I got the box, um, you, you know, there's so many different BJJ, I guess manufacturers or whatever, or places to try and go in the shop and, and see what you like. This kind of takes that work out of it, right? We work with a lot of different types of brands and we put in there what we think everyone will like. And, you know, it, it, it's really a convenience to not have to go online and say, all right, I want some type of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu soap or I want a shirt, right? We just, it's all in one box. You get it every month and everybody's super happy. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So the, the box stuff, I know you have a, another box too, but my first experience with boxes was BarkBox for my dog. And I, I was not familiar at all with, with that sort of product. What was it that, that you latched onto? And obviously you were, you were a customer of it first. So you must, you, there must've been something you liked there, but what specifically about marketing like that and having that type of product stuck out to you as a good business venture? So, um, yeah, like you said, I, I, I was, um, I was a customer. I was planning on being a customer forever. Um, and then I got involved and what, what stuck out for me, for me is that I kind of, I read a lot of business books and stuff and it, I kind of started taking the, <laughs> the path of Jeff Bezos here, right? Where you can touch all across the world or, or the country to even the world, right? You're not just in one location, say an ice cream shop, right? I'm in an ice, I'm in an ice cream shop. I'm stuck here at XYZ place, right? unless you get into another brick and mortar or whatever, everything's going online, right? You have to be able to do business online. So that's what, that's what fascinated me was, okay, people place orders from everywhere, right? And if you, if you actually see some of our reviews, we have great customer service. Um, I love 
being able to talk to customers. Somebody's like, I have, I have one of our subscribers in North Carolina. He's like, if you're ever down here, come roll here, right? We're, we're, it's wide open for you. In Tennessee, come over here, roll with us, right? I'm touching on multiple people across the country and building these relationships. They're subscribers. They love us. Like, it's great that I can, I can market myself to wherever. I mean, the whole world's open. I have, I just sent out um, a box to Australia. Nice. So that, that, that's what really drove it home for me was I can market anywhere. I'm not just subject to, and I'm not knocking anybody, however you run your business, but for me, I could go anywhere, right? That, that's what's great. That's what I love about it, you know, so. So what's the process like versus, because I guess you have to go and you have to make relationships with other manufacturers and providers and, and have them work something out. What was, what was attractive about that versus maybe just you make your own geese, you make your own rash guards, like you build your own brand? I mean, you're touching on a, a couple of good points, Nick. Um, so one that, that like a, we, I, I bought into this business, right? So some of the, what, what was good about that, the pro about that, a lot of these relationships were already built, right? So we get some good prices already. Um, as far as doing my own like retail line, maybe keys or rash guards, that could be something in the future, right? It, it's, I'm actually, we, we created this hat, if you can see it. Earn your keep. Yeah, BJJ box, right? That's, that's something we, that's a really, in our sport, that saying means so much to me, right? Because it takes forever to get to these higher belts. It's not after a week, you're going to be a blue belt. After two weeks, you're going to be a purple and so forth. If you can earn it, and earn it from respectable professors that, that know their stuff. It really holds a lot. And that's a really big, strong statement for me. So that could be on a shirt, that could be eventually on a rash guard or whatever with our logo and stuff. So yeah, you, you, you touched on some points that I could, that I'm looking at down the road. Yeah. Awesome, man. I, you know, I think that that makes sense a lot too. There's a lot of people that build from the ground up. And then there's a lot of people that take over or buy into franchises or current businesses. So, yeah. um, you know, that's always smart. More and more that's been coming up for me. It's interesting because real estate is one of the only businesses as far as like a, a fix and flip business. Cause it's, it's active. You have to be an operator that you can't really build up and, and sell the same way. So stuff like that, I think is a really, really smart idea that you yeah. can kind of branch off of. And, you know, you, you touched on customer service and for a long time I was teaching uh, across the country on how to how to invest in real estate. And while I was there, I would go and I would roll with people, you know, all kinds of Oceanders and JT Torres and all these different guys. And that was awesome. Um, but one of the things I always talked to the students about was uh, Tony Shea, who recently passed away. He was the owner of Zappos. He did, um, he did awesome with building his entire brand from word of mouth. And I remember like, I listened to him a bunch of podcasts and I, and I, I read a lot of articles and he constantly went to the reason that everybody likes Zappos, he's got good or bad, whether you like shoes or not, the customer service experience and the word of mouth of being treated the right way is what's building that brand. And so, so I'd ask him, say, has anybody ever ordered from Zappos? And a few people raised their hand and I'd say, well, hey, what was your experience with them? And they'd say, you know what? I had an issue, but the customer service was so great. 
that I really, I, I, I wanted to use them again. And then I want to refer them to other people because they treated me so well. So when you brought up that that was something that you have pride in, I think it's a miss that most people don't. And I think just that alone, I've seen enough people say when the customer service is good, I will continue to use and refer that product. Did you have a good or a bad experience with customer service on your own that made you understand the importance of that? Yeah, I, I actually, you, you touched on some stuff here. It's funny you brought up Zappos. I think Zappos was probably one of, one of the first um, big companies. They, they got bought out by Amazon eventually. Yeah. Yeah, for I like $15 that, billion dollars or something nuts. Huh? I think they got bought for like well over a billion dollars. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, that's like nothing to Bezos. Um, <laughs> um, Zappos is one, of, is one of the examples I use for good customer service. I actually think, you, you can even ask Brad this, um, one, one of the things to grow, especially small business, in my eyes and in my business, if you, is great customer service. I think it, I, not, I've had bad customer service, Comcast, terrible customer service, right? <laughs> and or Verizon, they're the same, right? <laughs> um, terrible customer service. I think customer service, is one of the huge misses in corporate America today. Huge miss. And I was just talking to my cousin about this, that he had, who was it? I think it was Verizon. He had a terrible customer experience when 20 years ago, this is, this is how it lasts in your mind, is that he... He said after that experience that he would never deal with Verizon. And that was 20 years ago, and he hasn't, right? All over, like 20 bucks, right? Verizon could have easily said, hey, you know what? We'll chalk it up as a write-off. We'll keep you, and we'll keep you forever. Instead, I mean, I get it. It's Verizon, right? They're huge, but at the same time, if you apply those principles to small business, imagine somebody hating you. There's two, there's two extremes. So funny that we're talking about this. I was just telling Brad about this. There's two extremes in my eyes. If you offer the worst customer service, the one extreme is I'm going to hate that company forever. And in small business, that's, that could be significant, right? Especially with word of mouth and so forth, right? If you go above and beyond for the customer and acknowledge them and you're there for them and you figure out the problems that if they have any problems, right? Hopefully none, but if they do and they come to you within 20, in less than 24 hours, you should be re responding and resolving that issue. And then do even something extra if you want to, right? They'll remember you forever. Even if they don't use you, because of whatever reason, and they come back to you, they're coming back to you because of that experience that they had with you, right? I'll give you an example. With the BJJ box, there was a guy, his name's Joe. And we, we were talking and he said, he was trying to decide between a, the bo a, a box to get. And I said, how about this? How about I send you a box? You can take a look at it. See if you like it. 
If not, no worries, keep it on us. If you do and you want to sign up, I'll give you a discount code and we'll make it happen. It's exactly that. I sent him the box, we were talking and he said, you didn't have to do that. He's like, I'm going to support you now because that was great, right? So it's the little things. And one of those little things is customer service. It could go so big. It could be so big for you as a, as a business. But you. You, you have to stick with it, right? You have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, then it all falls apart. So easy for things to fall apart. Right? It really is. Even when, when we, you and I were talking prior, uh, prior on the phone, when we were talking about even at jiu-jitsu gyms, when you have a Ricardo Almeida or a Matt Serra or a Hensel Gracie or a Mark Turner, and that comes down, if you have an instructor that you don't like, that doesn't respect you, that doesn't put a good energy out there that you relate to, it doesn't matter how good their jujitsu is, you're not going to stick around. I feel like any business, like that customer service and like that leadership and that culture are huge. Cause you know, when you walk in there, if you feel like you belong or not, or if you, you know, you don't, if you're being respected. So I think that overall, there's a lot of lessons that whether people are in jujitsu or not, your product and those principles are good for anybody listening that's an entrepreneur or any type of business or wants to get into a business in the future. Yeah, it's, it's so big. And I feel like it's a big, a lot of people miss it, right? Like, it's such a big aspect of business from the small business, all the way to the top, right? It's huge. Agree, so, man. Yeah, so exactly. Zappos is the example I use all the time. <laughs> it's a great. I can't, I, that guy passed away and it got like no press. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I didn't see. That's so funny. I didn't see anything on it. It was just like, I forget, where did I see it? Uh, I don't know, but it wasn't like all over the place, right? Yeah, it was just, yeah. I saw it, it, like, like I saw it in briefing. It's nuts. It's like yeah. such a big name. The guy's like done so much and that just to, I don't know, it's sad, but, um, you know, so we, we also talked about, you have the, the Fit Lifestyle Box and we were touching on that a little bit before. So you you brought in some partners. So you're a co-owner of that with some great people, uh, Jonathan Gracie, Brad Johns, Mark Turner. I think you said there was a, another gentleman involved as well. Grover, yeah. Grover, Grover awesome. And, and we started talking about something that I was like, hold this thought, because I thought it was amazing. And you talked about how you can do something on your own and take it to a certain level, or you can bring in other people and you could take it even further together. And I've always subscribed to that. You know, even when I was in like high school and I was working at a place, I was like, I'm going to go be waiting tables at this restaurant. I'm going to have all my buddies work here too. So we can all still hang out and have fun. And you, yeah. know, you find a jujitsu place you want to bring them. I start flipping properties. I want to partner with my buddies. So I've always wanted to do more together than less alone. Um, so talk a little bit about how that came together and what the, the fit lifestyle box is. And then we can jump into like the business sides of working with partners. So um, fit lifestyle box is a, it's, it's geared towards fitness, right? Fit Lifestyle Box. The, the names are easy to remember, right? Uh, <laughs> the Fit Lifestyle, it's living a fit lifestyle, right? So like, so it's so funny because with this business, we, we, we create our shirts, right? Here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a drop. Do it. Success is earned, right? Yeah. And right underneath it, it says powered by Fit Lifestyle Box. And then we have it on the sleeve, FLB, right? So it consists of, there's a male and a female box. And it's about, about six snacks. Six, well, actually, let me back up. Let me back up for a second. Male, female box. There's one full-size product. Usually, 
it's going to be a t-shirt, right? One of our shirts, right? Then there's full, there's about three full-size snacks. For instance, like a Fit Crunch bar, right? If you get the right one, those bars are a Metrix bar, right? Those bars could be this big. And then there's like some, then we'll put in samples, a drink. Last box we had, um, excuse me, Bang, a Bang energy drink and a Celsius, right? And then we do, depending on the month, it'll either be a 30, a 31 day workout challenge. And then in February, right, it's a 28 day, um, like a workout challenge of some sort for everybody. Um, what we're, what, we're, what we're trying to do now is, and I, I've just been recently doing it in the last couple of boxes, is instead of all snacks and drinks, that's still going to be the makeup of it. But we also want to put in there something that will be used more than once. Let's say a soap, right? Or some type of brace. Um, what else? We put in wipes, right? So something you can use more than once along with the snacks, along with the drink, along with the shirt. So it's kind of like, and a, and a workout, it's kind of like a complete package, right? For your gym workout, right? So that's the, it's just one box, right? Like with the BJJ box, we have the quarterly boxes, like I talked about. This one's just a monthly box, male, female box, and you can, Subscribe to what you want. Like if you want to get strong, get lean and pick out like a couple different types of, uh, it gives you a couple different options to choose. And that's, yeah, that's the monthly box. So we might work on something quarterly, but right now it's a monthly box. Nice, man. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so we, we were discussing working with people and bringing it further and you have great people. I've, I'm finding more and more that when I'm struggling to find reliable people for me, when I go back into the BJJ pool of guys that I know, I'm always picking like pe people are just great th through that. So, you know, and I keep making yeah. that analogy that to me, the jujitsu mat is the new golf. It's where I'm finding the best people for business that I can count on and rely on. And like Mark Turner and Brad Johns are definitely part of that. They're definitely, Brad's been huge for helping me out here. Mark's been great, smart business guy. Um, so talk a little bit about how that collaboration came together and how you um, are working with people and how that's affecting your business. And some of the things that you were sharing with me earlier. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's a good point. Um, and it's great that you know them. So when I when I when I talk about them or joke about them, uh, <laughs> you'll know it's just a joke. <laughs> um, so what happened was I I know right we when we talked on the phone that one time I I I used to train. So my jujitsu journey took me to I was in Illinois trying to find a place to train at in Illinois. And there was one place I trained, I tried training at and I didn't like it. And I found Mark, Mark's Academy. And me being from the East Coast here in Philly, I always had like a chip on my shoulder. So I go into Mark's Academy and, and he'll vouch for this. It's, a, it's our ongoing joke. For months, he was a brown, this is when he was a brown belt, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, this is a little while ago. So for months, I used to walk into that academy and challenge him like I was going to beat him, like submit him. I wasn't, and I wasn't even kidding. Like that's, that was my mentality, right? And I was a white belt. I look back on it now and realize how foolish that is, right? So anyway, I've known Mark for a while and, and, and 
the whole time that was my that was my academy trading with mark right he was my professor and um then then brad joined i know i've known brad since he was a white belt um purple now right Two, yeah, I think he's, two or so good though. He's man. good. He saw. Oh, you could see how he was getting great um, as he was a white belt, right? I used to crush him, and then as he was learning and learning, you you could see the development, right? He was, it was clicking for him, right? So I've known Brad and Mark for a long time, and um, how this came about, I was talking to Brad, and I said, "Listen." I know you're, you're, you're good with the social media and everything and marketing. It's important in small, it's important in small business or however far up you go in that chain to recognize your strengths and weaknesses, right? Like in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, one of my weaknesses is side control, right? It's important to understand where your weaknesses are. So I was talking to Brad and I said, listen, I am not good at marketing, right? In a sense, right? I need some help with that. Not that I can't learn it, not that I'm like foolish. I understand the importance of it, but it's also important to recognize who can do it well, right? Who can do it better than you? I hate to admit when people can do stuff better than me, but you have to admit to it, right? To understand how to fill in some gaps. So, I said, okay, I brought Brad and I figured something out and he, he does all the marketing for me for um, Fit Lifestyle Box and the BJJ Box, right? That's, that's him. And I've been sending Brad these, I've been sending Brad boxes every month. And recently Mark and I were talking and one thing led to another. He was asking me questions about the Fit Lifestyle Box and um I just, you know, I was, I was telling him about it, how the market, you know, because with the, if you look at the two, they're both pretty unique. The BJJ box is more of a, a, a niche, right? It's for BJJ practitioners. The Fit Lifestyle box, that market is huge, right? So pros and cons with each one, right? So Mark liked the attraction to the Fit Lifestyle box as we were telling him. He's like, oh man, I would, I would love to figure something out. I was thinking about it and, you know, we, we, we figured out how to, how to, how, how he could be involved, how Brad could be involved because he's already doing the marketing and it just so happened, John and Tess Gracie was out there giving a seminar, right? This was, I think like a month ago, maybe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was recently. And he was like, listen, how about we get him, John and Tess Gracie involved because he's young, he's hungry. He's very marketable, like he's got good connections in fitness. So does Mark. So I said, yeah, let's, let's figure it out. And we, we, we all talked and we're, we're getting ready to, to make it happen. So and Grover, Grover, when I bought the business, Grover was already, he, he stayed on as a partner, right? So he was already there. And then I was talking to Grover and then I told him, I said, listen, I don't know if I can bring it to another level if I don't have more people with me, right? Like you can only do so much. I said, if I bring some of the some of these guys that I know who are very hungry and interested, and that's the other thing, Nick. You got to find people who being in 
I don't know if people understand what it is, right? When you when you're an entrepreneur, there's a lot that goes into it, right? It's just not, oh, you're an entrepreneur, right? There's so much that goes into it, right? And it's hard to find people who are hungry and who want to put in that work too, right? So when talking with Brad and Mark and Johnny Tess, that they're 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 pretty excited. They wanna they wanna make the business grow, and yeah, it just it just seems to click, right? And that's the thing, like you said, it's it's very hard to find those people. So when when I resort to the BJJ mats, right, the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu mats, I feel like because you're rolling with all these people, they're they're like your brothers, right? So they they're excited and they they want to make stuff happen too, right? So. That's how it all came about. Just through our friendship and talking about it, we just we just saw that it seemed to make sense. I love that, man. It's it's all making sense, and your stuff's growing more and more. So I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't see how we could go wrong with the quality product and quality people. It really, I, I think you got a, a good recipe for success there, man. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like you have to, you can't just go out and do it, right? You should think about what you're doing and then put those put those plays in the process, right? And, and make it happen, right? And, and if you think about it and lay out some type of map and apply, apply what, you're, what you're trying to do, like that process, that map, like it, it, it'll lead to something positive, right? That's not to say you might stumble a little bit along the way, but if you, if you stay focused and have a game plan, you should be all right. I love that, man. Um, a couple of things we were talking about earlier too that, I wanted to make sure we got to mention before I let you go. Um, obviously, I, I train when I'm in Illinois and, I, and we don't have COVID with Mark Turner, who's been awesome. Um, and then, but I'm from New York and I got my black belt under Matt Sarah. And, you know, he's been a huge piece of my life as far as a mentor on and off the match, just like Ray Longo has. Right. And one of the people that, you know, when Matt Sarah gives his stamp to somebody, I know that that person is good. You know, like he, he, he's, he's strict about that. But if he says like, Hey man, this is a great guy, great jujitsu, great person. Like I trust that it goes a long way. And I've never heard him say a bad word. He always sings the praises about Ricardo Almeida. So I know you train under uh, professor Ricardo Almeida, um, which a lot of guys, I think Frankie Edgar's under him. He's obviously associated yeah. with Enzo, but um, talk a little bit about your experience training under him, because I know Matt's told me a lot of war stories about them coming up together. And he was like his main training partner and he's come down and done some seminars over at, at Matt. So, you know, I hear nothing but great, amazing things from him. And I've, I've met him a few times, but I've never trained under him. Yeah. Professor Almeida is a monster. <laughs> I mean, I think when we talked that one time, it's amazing. I mean, even you, you're a black belt, right? I mean, you guys are, I get I'm a, a brown, but when I think of black belts, you guys are up here, right, at another level. And then training under Professor Almeida, you're talking, man, <laughs> the lineage here, right? I mean, he's up here. And I think I told you the story is that um, we were playing, we were, we were rolling one time in the gi and he had sleep, he had sleep grips on me and in open guard, which almost, you can pass that almost all the time in a sense. Right. But not him. He had sleep grips on me in open guard and he, his, his, his legs weren't on me for some reason. And I was pinned. I couldn't, I couldn't move it. He, his teaching is amazing. Right. And now he has some other black belts teaching like the classes too, because he has two academies. Oh, well, 
two academies that I definitely know of, right? If he's involved in other academies, then, you know, I don't know all his personal affairs, obviously, but there's one academy where Edgar, Frank Edgar trains at, that's in New Jersey, that's in um, Robbinsville, New Jersey, sorry, I couldn't think of it, I believe it's Robbinsville, and then the other academy that I train at, which is close to my house, is uh, in Newtown, so he has professors running it, and some of his professors are running other schools. I mean, one of his students is Tom DeBlass. Um, oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, he, he Tom DeBlass got his black belt from Professor Almeida. Awesome. Um, so it, it's incredible, right? That, that, that lineage that Tom DeBlass came in and gave a seminar. Even, it's so funny that I'm like, ah, you know, maybe DeBlass can come in and give a seminar or Gordon can come in and get, give a seminar because that's all the lineage, right? But then, I mean, we have the guy right there, right? <laughs> like Professor Almeida just teaching a class. You forget that, right? Um, he's amazing. He's, he's, he's super nice. Um, and his jujitsu is, I mean, extraordinary. You'd have to live under a rock if you train jujitsu, not knowing who he is. And it's awesome too that the teachers, his his professors, his black belts, right? That that teach, you know, the everyday classes and stuff. Um, they got it from him, right? So, like you said, when if Matt Sarah gives his seal of approval, you know it's solid. So when Professor Almeida gives his seal of approval, like he's just not giving it, right? It's these are good guys, these are strong guys, right? And they they can train with the best of of them, right? Just like Professor Mark, right? Like when he makes somebody a black belt, they're legit. It's not phony baloney or anything. Yeah. So it's it's awesome. <laughs> to, I'm, to quote your hat, you know, when somebody's giving that that seal of approval, it's earned. Yeah, it, it, it for sure is. I've been fortunate enough to um, to train with some great some great teammates and great professors and Mark at, at BJG Labs um, and now at Ricardo Almeida's in, uh, in Newtown. It's, it, it's fantastic. Um, and his students have gone off to open up their own academies, right? Um, so, and, and they're doing good because it's good jujitsu. That lineage is there with good jujitsu. You go all the way back to Henzo, right? So it's, it's solid. It's great. Yeah, man. I, I think it's amazing to be able to, to do that. You know, one of my friends, uh, Tommy Papaccia, I'll give him a shout out, a firefighter in New York, but we were like all hanging out one day and we, you know, we went in and we all rolled with Matt and he just beat us all with like no effort at all. Yeah. It, was, it was like, and he, you know, he's a really good black belt. And uh, he was like, yo man, he's like, you know, a couple other guys were there. Like my friend Sean's in Taken Back Sunday. And he's like, you know what this is like? He's like, it's like, being a guitar player and on the weekends you get to go just jam with Jimi Hendrix. Like that's, yeah. people don't yeah. realize, you know, like when you get to just like, Hey, I'm going to go in and I'm going to roll with, you know, professor Almeida or professor Sarah, like that's what that's like in our world. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're having, you're going to play a horse with Michael Jordan. Like that doesn't get better than that. You know, it's pretty amazing, man. I try to never forget that, you know? Yeah. And you know, what's cool too, the, that I love about the BJJ community is that, like, for instance, it'd be hard to go see Tom Brady, right? But in any of these academies, right, you could be seeing top-notch guys. Like, Tom DeBlass has his own academy, right? 
or Professor Almeida, you go in there, you could be seeing top-notch guys talking with them and rolling with them. Exactly that, like playing guitar with Jimi Hendrix. But it's easy, right, in a sense that you can see these guys. They're right there. You know where they train. You can go see them, and you can go train with the best in the world. And in, like, Hall of Famers, right? It, it, that's what I love. The access to great jujitsu is there. It's top notch, and I love that. Like, it's not. I mean, Mark, Professor Professor Mark, he's black belt under Damien. Yeah, right? Damien Maya. I mean, Damien's come to the academy a couple times, right? It's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, that was crazy. Mark, Mark had me roll like a few minutes with him, and he just kept tapping me over and over again. And I was like, Mark sitting there going, do that thing I showed you. And I was like, I tried. He's like, no, you didn't. You pissed down your leg and you let him do whatever he wanted. And I was like, hey, man, it's, he's still beating me. Like, at least, like, he, he's beating me up physically. You're berating me mentally. <laughs> yeah. And you're a black belt. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, man. People don't realize the food. Like, you were saying, like, brown belt. Like, I remember when I got my black belt and then, you know, like, there was other guys. Like, me and Aljamain Sterling got it the same day and a couple other guys, um, you know, Zach Fala and, and, and some good dudes. But then it was like, okay, well now I'm seeing like Chris Weidman and Jason Rao and like all these other dudes. And like, we're all the same rank, but we're not even close to the same skill level. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. if somebody looks at us rolling, they're going to be like, oh, these guys are both black belts. They're, they're probably competitive. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not competitive with any of those guys. It's just nuts to like to think about. And then you have like a, a Ricardo Almeida or a Matt Serra or a Hensel Gracie. And it's just it's unbelievable, like the what they would do to somebody that would that person would. It's it's just nuts. And then there's people that have never trained, like you said earlier, that think they're gonna walk in and be like, "Oh, Mark Turner's black. I'll, I'll just kick his ass." Like, no, yeah. no, you will not. Like ever, 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 ever. ever. Like, not even close. I wasn't even. It wasn't even close. You know, and that's funny. Like, uh, was it? I think we were when we were talking. Sarah was involved in that altercation, right? And, well, yeah, uh, the, he bit the guy's ear off. Uh, yeah, but it's funny that oh, when people, oh, the, th the thing at the uh, in, in the in Vegas, in Vegas, in Vegas, yes, yes, right? yes. It's funny that if you don't know, you, you you're gonna find out, right? <laughs> like, and the, the it's so funny, like how if you practice BJJ and you're good, right? You're not. It's not your first day, and you're good, and you go up against somebody that you need to control like you don't even it's so funny because you don't even need to hit the guy i think sarah just took him down with a either single or double or something took him down that was it right no punches just had him in mount i believe and that was it right and the control aspect of it with i find that incredible right it's so great like you don't no, and no nobody even really got hurt right you just you the guy just found out what what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is about <laughs> his ego took a beating that day and probably to this day every time it pops up online yeah because if you don't know it right exactly that I didn't when I when I first walked into Mark's academy I was like you're dead that was it right I was like no no you're you're done right because I'm I mean it being from right you're from New York being from the east coast right you got this like I just had a chip on my shoulder. I was young. I was like, I got you. And never, never, for months and never, not one single time did I get him. Not even close with anything. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. We laugh about it today, right? And 
but at the time I was serious. And if you don't know, you, 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 you will know, right? Yeah. Ever wanted to play the drums? Or do you want to get your kids some drum lessons to burn some of that energy while they are all locked up? Take advantage of a free drum lesson with one of the tri-state area's most respected drummers, Dan LaMagna. Dan LaMagna has played in such bands as Crown of Thorns, Suicide City, Biohazard, The Real McKenzie's, Sworn Enemy, The Walls of Jericho. He has played all over the world and he is also endorsed by such companies as DW, Vader, and Sabian. Dan has taught tons of people from all different age groups and all different music styles. He can teach adults, kids, advanced, beginner, any types of styles from metal, all different types of percussion, whatever style you want. Get a free drum lesson today from Dan. All you need to do is text the word drummer, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to 833-632-0585. Again, text the word drummer, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to the number 833-632-0585 for your free online drum lesson. Yeah, I, I got humbled pretty quick prior to jiu-jitsu from boxing with that exact mentality. I was powerlifting. You know, I weighed 150. I was benching 315. I was like, I'll let this guy feel good. I'll let him hit me a couple of times and then I'll just end it. And the first time like a boxer actually hit me, holy shit, dude. I was was like, oh, this is completely different than a drunk in a bar. Yeah. And now I I have to wait like for, there's no getting out of this. I have rounds and rounds and nobody's coming to save me. Like it sucked so bad. And like, it actually, you know, I always thought like learning how to fight gives you confidence like no now i've gotten my ass kicked by people half my size girl like every you know like now i'm always like what does everybody know, I don't yeah. know, you know so it's just it's a crazy thing man but uh luckily there's there's that's what makes a uh, good leadership you know what i mean like yeah they can yeah. beat you up they can pick you up they can teach you a good lesson in humility and then you come back the next day and i think that's why there's a high turnover rate so i give you a lot of credit for coming in with a bit of an ego getting humbled and coming back because most people don't yeah no it's it Brazilian jiu-jitsu is such a big part of my life, right? And it's funny, you brought up boxing because that's how I got into Brazilian jiu-jitsu is that I used to box. And um, I, w- I was getting these privates from this guy. His son was golden gloves, right? And me and his son went at it one time and I went to hit him with a right, a right cross. He dipped it, gave me a... Um, a rib, like a, a rib, liver, kidney type shot, right? Right here, like on the side. That was it. Could have counted to 50. I was done, right? He laid me right out. So, but I've learned boxing. That's how I, like, I was, I've, I've known boxing my whole life. I still practice it, right, on my own. And then I was like, oh, man. So my, I don't know. Is it okay? I'm going to get a little personal real quick. Yeah. So my father passed away when I was 17. And this was before Brazilian jiu-jitsu was even Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? And he said, listen, you know boxing, but you should, you need to learn how to wrestle, right? Because if somebody takes you out on, onto the ground, it's over, right? You're not going to know what to do. And of course, I brushed him to the side. I was like, whatever, boxing's good enough, right? And um, anyway, so he passed and I was like, that's it, I'm taking wrestling. I didn't want to do wrestling, right? I wanted to do something with it, right? Then my buddy got into a Gracie Academy in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I went there. I, I trained there for about six months. That was my real to, like taste of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I was like, oh my gosh, 
this is wrestling, but with like, I'm going to break your arm. (laughs) So, but then real life kind of happened and um, I couldn't, my mom was like, well, you got to start paying car insurance and all this stuff. So I couldn't really do that, do jujitsu and pay car insurance. And then um, I moved out to Illinois, wanted to get back into BJJ, found Mark. And that's where my real journey kind of began. Right. And I love it. I mean, it's, it's the complete, it's a complete set for me, right? To know how to box and to know how to go to the ground. It's so funny how, like, I prefer going to the ground, right? Because everybody can throw a punch for the, not, not if you do it correctly or not, but you can still throw something, right? If you go to the ground, most, and I know what I'm doing, like, most people have no clue. They're just trying to squirm, and I'll get you. And that, that's what I love. Not that I'm trying for anything, but it makes me feel confident in knowing that, right? Yeah, man. I think, um, I think it was Robin Black who said it, but it was so brilliant. He said, every grappler has a puncher's chance, but not every puncher has a grappler's chance. Like, yes. Like anybody could throw a lucky shot and knock somebody out, but you're not going to like, not what you know what you're doing and accidentally like submit a guy. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, exactly. You could throw a punch, a lucky shot, and maybe you catch me. Right. And you knock me out. Probably lucky. You didn't really know what you're doing, but if you, and and it's so funny that this is my thinking. This is why I I, I think a lot, right. I try to think a lot. Hence entrepreneurship. Right. (laughs) It's so funny that most fights go to the ground, right? But they have no idea what they're doing on the ground. (laughs) But they take you to the ground, which is perfect, right? Like, okay, I want to go to the ground, right? I'm not trying to say I want to get into a fight or whatever, but again, it's just, it's exactly that. You you might throw a lucky punch, but you're not going to lucky submit me here, right? And that confidence helps... So that confidence spills over to a lot of things I do in life, right? Like business, like if I'm in a tough, situ- a tough situation with business, I'm like, okay, if I was getting stacked right now, I know I can handle it, right? What am I going to do? So that mindset helps me to figure stuff out, right? And even I used to have bad road rage. <laughs> it It helped me out like to stay calm and humble, right? Like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I mean, I don't know if people realize it or not. I don't know. Maybe if you're a white belt, maybe maybe not. Maybe you do. I don't know. But for me, since I've been with it for so long and I love it, it's really spilled over into a lot of things that I do in life, right? And, and again, back to that partnership is these are guys that I'm pretty comfortable with trusting, right? In a sense, like we're gonna make this thing grow, because I, I, I BJJ Labs is huge, right? Um, that that's been growing leaps and bounds, and Mark and Brad have been doing a great job with that. Jonathan Gracie is one of the best competitors right now. I mean, it just and then and Grover, it's already there, so it just makes sense that we have a good we. Hopefully, right on paper, it looks good to click, right? And these are guys that I've known for a while, and it's great. I love that, man. You know, again, just touching on the the partnerships there, it's like you keep saying is those guys that you're in business with, you know, have earned it. 
and you know that they've gotten to where they are in jujitsu by being in tough spots and knowing how to keep a level head and find logical ways out and, and not give up. And that's really why, you know, sometimes people are like, man, you have a lot of jujitsu guys in your podcast for a business podcast, but it's exactly because of that, because I feel like the lessons that jujitsu has taught me, no book, no seminar, there's nothing that could teach yeah. me how to handle myself in off the mat situations like being on the mat has and the relationships I've gotten from there are irreplaceable because people just know like that I've, I've spent 15 years on the mats with them. Like they know me, yeah. like they know me better than I know myself in a lot of these cases. So yeah. I just feel like it's such an invaluable thing. And, and one of my favorite quotes is how you do anything is how you do everything. So the same way you, you know, got your brown belt in the same way you had some humility and came back and, and learned from it and grew as a person, same way you did that in business, same way you're going to do it with everything else. And those guys are going to be right along with you. So I think yeah. it's awesome, man. I, I'm, I'm excited for all of you guys. I think you're all good dudes. And um, I look forward to seeing all of you be successful, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think it'll be I think it'll be great. It's exactly like you said, the, the lessons you learn on the mat can, can spill over to off the mat and it's fantastic. I love it. And yeah, yeah I'm excited. I'm excited. It's, it's, it's happening, right? So we'll see what happens. Nice, man. So a few questions before I let you go. One of them, do you have a favorite book? <laughs> yeah. Atlas Shrug by Anne Rain. Okay. Awesome. Do you have a favorite quote? <laughs> It may sound a little little weird, but you ever see Willy Wonka in the Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? The old one, not yeah. the remake. The old one. We are the music makers. We are the dreamers of dreams. Okay, I like it. That's a first. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one before from a guest. That's good. I like it. Yeah. What's uh What's some advice that one of your BJJ mentors or professors have given you that stuck with you? This was for on the mats, but again, like I said, a lot of stuff that's on the mats spills over to real life. So, well, I'll, I'll give you two, two. Mark has told me, I actually made a hat of it. Um, mats don't lie, right? You can't fake it. So that's real life, right? You can't fake it. Right. You have to, if you're going to do it, you do it. Don't fake it. Right. The other is he's a black belt now. Professor. He's a professor. He's older. He's probably about in his sixties. Um, we were rolling one time and he said, he calls me Tony with his Russian accent. Um, you have to breathe, breathe, right. Breathe, pace yourself and breathe. So that helps me. All this stuff that I, it's so funny. I mean, I, I don't i don't know if I'm sounding like a broken record or not, but it's so true because if you have an experience, then maybe I do sound like that. But if you've experienced Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu like we have, then you then this holds true, right? So when, when breathe, pace yourself, that's, I bring it over into in the real life. If I'm ever in a situation, hold up, breathe. If my kid gets hurt, right? If the if my if the my two my two sons are fighting and my one hits him with something, right? Everything will be all right. Just slow down, breathe, right? Calm down and relax. That's what I try and do, right? Like if I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed with stuff whether it's business, whether it's my personal life, whether it's whatever, 
Just breathe, whether on the mats, breathe, relax, right? Usually once you take a step back, you can start to see the, the doors opening. I love that, man. I think that that's awesome. And um, last but certainly not least, talk about how people can find you and people. How can, how can they get involved if they want to try out the BJJ box or the Fit Lifestyle box or just connect with you on, on social media, websites? Um, tell everybody how to find you, how to work with you. Yeah, so the, the two websites um, for the BJJ box, www.thebjjbox.com. There's a contact us button at the bottom if you want to send me an email. Instagram is huge too, right? Hit me up on a message, follow us. Fit Lifestyle Box, same thing, www.fitlifestylebox.com. You can contact us through there or again, Instagram, Facebook, send us a message. We're very responsive, right? That's something I pride myself on is trying to be very responsive to customers. That's awesome, man. And obviously anybody listening to this, if you go to the show notes, I'll have links for all that stuff. So you can just click and connect with you right on there, man. So this has been great, dude. I'm excited for everything you guys are doing. I'm excited to come back to the East Coast. Hopefully yeah. come down uh, to Pennsylvania, get some training at Ricardo's with you. Yeah. Um, definitely um, uh, tell tell everybody, if you're talking before me, that I said hello. And that I think you guys are doing awesome. And uh, if you come back to Illinois, hopefully we can get some roles in here. Yeah. Any, any final thoughts before I let you go for the day? No, that was, that was great, uh, Nick. Uh, I'll hit you up. We'll send you we'll send you a box. You can check it out. That, man. Yeah. So no no final thoughts. Just thank you for having me. Um, this is awesome. I was uh, pretty ner- I get nervous doing this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how awesome, uh, how I did. I'll talk to Brad afterwards to make sure it came out all right. No, nah, you did great, man. Honestly, I, I tell you, I pause it. I, I give I always give that courtesy. I'll never make anybody look bad. Okay. All right. Good. So, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll send this to you before I release it, just in case you want something taken out. <laughs> All right. No, All right I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for much. having me. Definitely, man. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks, Nick. Tony Silver, ladies and gentlemen.